Are you tired of being told what to think and how to act? Well, you are not alone. In case you haven't realized it, you have an internal GPS. It knows all you need to know about how to live your life. So it's about time you stopped letting the media and the government tell you what is true for you. In fact, it is exactly that time. It's time to think for yourself. And here to make sure you're doing just that is your host, mediator, author, and lawyer, Carol Gold. Hi, it's Friday, April 29th. I'm Carol Gold, and welcome to Think for Yourself. A few episodes ago, I was talking about Joseph Goebbels, the Goebbels, I guess that's the better pronunciation, the Minister of Truth, shall we say, for the Nazi Party. He was probably the closest to Adolf Hitler. Um, in the Nazi administration, and he was a virulent anti-Semite, as you would well imagine. But he was also a very educated man. He had a PhD. Goebbels had written, I think, 14 books by the time he rose to prominence in the Nazi party. And the reason I had been talking about him, I believe it was on the episode where I spoke about Elon Musk and his motivation for buying Twitter. And I based my statement on on Musk's own statement. And what he said was that his motivation wasn't financial. It was because he believes in truth and he believes in an open and free society where people can speak their mind without consequences. And he saw Twitter as the modern day town square. These are things that I'm just basically synopsizing and summarizing and repeating from what I had focused that particular episode on. I think it was two episodes ago. I could not have known at the time, nor could anyone, that the Biden administration, less than a week later, after I did that podcast, and specifically referenced Joseph Goebbels as being the architect of the media grab and the government control of all forms of communication in Nazi Germany so that they could spread their propaganda, so that they could keep truth from being heard and seen and known. I could not have known, no one could have, that less than a week later, the Biden administration under the testimony of Homeland Security Director Mayorkas, would implement a disinformation governance board, a disinformation governance board, which really, I think, ought to be called a ministry of truth, because that's what they're attempting to do. They are going to, under the guise of, by the way, Homeland Security, which, as you know, is tasked with internal security for the United States, tasked with keeping terrorism at bay, and which has police authority. So somehow a disinformation governance board winds up under the direction of Homeland Security. And what's going to happen? Well, they're going to appoint someone who's going to be the arbiter. And I spoke about this in that last podcast too, who's going to be the arbiter of what we can hear and what we can't hear, of what we can read and what we can't read. And the person appointed to that role, as if the board itself were not a violation of the First Amendment, as if trying to control what the dialogue looks like publicly was not a violation of the First Amendment, putting it under Homeland Security, trying to make it and give it police authority. The person appointed to lead this fiasco is a woman named Nina Jankovic. 
Now, if you want to know anything about Nina Jankowicz, I could, I could tell you here on this podcast, I could give you my opinion about her and to some degree I may, but I think the best way for you to learn about her is to go to YouTube. Actually, you could go to Twitter too, but YouTube, in case you're not on Twitter and just type in her name, Nina sees herself as a Broadway singer. Now, bear with me a minute. I know I'm talking about Homeland Security, a board of disinformation governance, and now I'm talking about Broadway, but that's our Nina. Nina is, there are two videos of her on YouTube that I was able to find of her singing. One is her singing a very strange choice of songs called I Wish I Were Famous, Rich, and Powerful. The other video is her singing her version, I suspect she wrote the lyrics herself, her operatic Broadway voice version of how to control disinformation, of what disinformation is, misinformation is, and what we should be doing about it. I find this stunning. I find it deeply disturbing as well, because if this were not so serious, if this were not an intrusion upon the First Amendment of the Constitution, this entire fiasco is laughable. And this woman is particularly laughable. By the way, this woman who is going to be the arbiter of what's true and what's not, what's disinformation or misinformation versus what's true, is a woman who is on record, on video and audio, saying early on that the Hunter laptop was Russian disinformation. Now, Regardless of where you are politically, regardless if you're pro-Trump, anti-Trump, Democrat, Republican, Libertarian, I don't care where you are politically, regardless of where you are, all ends of the political spectrum now know and acknowledge publicly that the Hunter Biden laptop is real, that everything Hunter Biden and his father have said about it has been a lie that the only honest person in the entire saga of the Hunter Biden laptop was the man who owned the computer repair store in Delaware, who had the integrity to do the right thing, who when his customer never came back for his laptop because his customer was so drugged out, he probably didn't know he left it there or drunk, either or, went to authorities with it. That man has suffered greatly for his integrity and his honesty and for doing the right thing. Hunter Biden and his father have yet to suffer anything. Let me get back to Nina Jankowicz. She's a joke. And not only did she say the Hunter Biden laptop was Russian disinformation, she also said that the allegations against Trump about his connection to alleged connection to Alpha Bank and Putin were also Russian intrusion and Russian disinformation. And we now know that that was also truth. So the woman who got it wrong twice on two critically important stories that go to national security, because remember, if Hunter Biden's laptop and the contents thereof are true, and we know based on John Durham's filings, particularly against uh, the lawyer, the attorney Sussman, who went to the FBI first and foremost with the Russia hoax story against Trump, 
that Hunter Biden is compromised and his father is compromised by the Chinese. So this woman who is now, again, going to be the arbiter of what's true and what's not true for you and me, got it wrong on Russia hoax, got it wrong on Russia disinformation, got it wrong on the Hunter Biden laptop, got it wrong on the Trump Alpha Bank Putin connection. But you know, she can sing. She can sing. So I assume that's a qualifying requirement for the job. I was unaware that there was a vocal specification and job description to lead a federal department, but apparently it is, or to lead a federal board, the Disinformation Governments Board. So the absurdity of this, again, it's laughable, except it's deadly serious. And I think the timing of the board as I said also in a prior podcast, has to do with Elon Musk purchasing Twitter because they're scared out of their minds. They're scared that he will make it a free speech platform. They're scared that the truth will be out because the only way that the Biden administration can continue to do what it's doing, the only way that the major corporations can continue to do what they're doing in bed with the government is if you and I don't know the truth. That's the only way they can pull this off. And people are beginning to know the truth. You know, it started with the parents, which is why they've gone after parents from the Department of Justice under the guise of domestic terrorism. It started with the parents. The parents woke up because of COVID and the kids were home. And these parents finally got to see what their kids were learning, what the curriculum was like, and what their kids were being brainwashed with. And so parents started showing up at school board meetings. And so the crackdown came on them from the federal government. But it's spread now. Other people are waking up. Lots of people are waking up. And I bring you this news because it's good news. It's good news. It means that we are headed for a time when Americans will begin to act like Americans again. When Americans will begin to stand for what is right and what is true. How do I know this? Well, CNN, which virtually no one watches, they have like zero ratings. I mean, they really are so low, they're embarrassing. CNN tried to start CNN Plus, which was a subscriber version of CNN. You had to pay for it. It went under in less than a week. Less than a week. I don't know why they thought people would pay for a network they don't even watch when it's free, but apparently CNN thought that was a smart thing to do. Netflix just this week has lost 35% of its market value. They lost 50 billion with a B in market capitalization. That means total value of the company's shares. Why? Because they are losing hundreds of thousands of subscribers. And so the stock is going down. Why are they losing subscribers? Well, because Netflix wants to be so woke because it has these programs on that are morally deficient and people don't want to watch it. That's not entertainment, nor is it healthy subject matter. So Netflix is losing money and losing subscribers. Amazon just reported today their first quarter for 2022 is down 3.8 billion. Amazon, 
First quarter 2021, I think they had a $7.1 billion profit. They're down 3.8. Now they blame it on a bunch of different things and COVID being one of them. But I think that's encouraging too, because Jeff Bezos and Amazon and his ownership of the Washington Post and the lies that that paper continues to promulgate and the shot he took, the cheap shot he took at Elon Musk this week, when Musk was buying Twitter, it just indicates how petty and how I want to say, well, I don't know how to say it gracefully. He's in bed with government. I guess that's the best way I can say it. He's in bed with government too, and not in a good way. Witness what is published in the paper he owns. And he took that cheap shot at Elon Musk because he's a petty man. He's a little petty man. He took the shot because Elon Musk is the richest man in the world. He's worth infinitely more than Jeff Bezos. And I think it bothers Jeff Bezos a lot that Elon Musk pulled off buying Twitter. So these are good signs. Why? Because in order for us to take a turn for the better, in order for us to get where we need and want to go as a nation, back to, and not not back to the future, and not even back, because that's not a good way to frame it. In order to move to a higher place where our values are on straighter than they are right now, because men can't menstruate or give birth, and they don't belong in women's sports, and women are in fact the only people who have ovaries and can give birth, this insanity, this total insanity, the only way for that to happen for us to move in the right direction is for those who have their tentacles wrapped around us as in media, government, and tech. And for that to happen, they have to begin to lose the support they have. So I'm encouraged by Netflix losses, CNN's failure, Amazon's loss in the first quarter. I'm encouraged by that. And I'm somewhat also encouraged by a bit of uproar about the disinformation governments board, because just like the border, which is a violation of our immigration law, the way in which it's being, I want to say handled, but it's not, it's being not handled by this administration, just as that is a violation of the constitution to preserve, protect, and defend the United States, so too is a disinformation governance board, a violation of the first amendment. It's also an extreme reach of any powers that government is given under the Constitution. Nowhere is there a constitutional right for the federal government to monitor speech or to appoint an arbiter to do that. It's very easy to focus on gloom and doom. It's very easy to look around the world and see what's wrong. And it's very easy even to hear, look at the United States and see what's wrong. But it's also just as easy to look for rays of hope, to look for light where it exists. And I think light exists more and more. I get up every day and yes, every day I wake up and there are those news stories that are, oh my gosh, one more thing. How could it possibly go awry? But there's also good stories about things that are happening. And as I always tell you, you, you specifically have to think for yourself because if you don't, you can't see through the facade 
of what those in power would like you to believe. You can't discern for yourself that a disinformation governance board is not only a violation of the First Amendment, but a complete insult to the intelligence and the individuality and the freedom of Americans and what we have always been and what we aspire to be. You won't be able to see the good signs on the horizon of some of these large corporations or these tech people taking a hit because people are waking up and saying, no, I'll get my entertainment another way. No, I'll get my news another way. No, maybe I won't buy online from Amazon. It'll be more difficult. It'll be more time consuming, but maybe that's the right thing to do because maybe continuing to finance these people is not going to get us where we want to go. There is that saying, you know, we vote every four years for president, but you vote every day with your wallet. And that's true. Where you put your money, whether it's your Bitcoin or your Visa card or your cash, you vote with that. Every time you use it, where you spend it is basically who and what you're supporting. So we have a lot more individual power than we often realize. And perhaps right now, if you're feeling that things are overwhelming and you're not quite sure what you can do about it in your own life, maybe you want to begin to think about where you are spending your money, who you are paying your bills to. Is it a cell phone company that supports principles and values that are the antithesis of what you believe in? Is it a Jeff Bezos? Is it Netflix? Is it Amazon? Who is it? Because you work hard for your money and where you spend it, that energy that you put into getting that money gets transferred. Your energy in essence goes to the person you give the money to. So maybe start very close to home with how you're using your own resources. And then of course, as I always say, every day in each of our individual lives, we are confronted with opportunities to be our highest selves. Those opportunities, I believe, are blessings. And if we seize them and we take every opportunity that comes our way to make things right as we know they should be, then we become part of the solution and we are no longer part of the problem. And when we drain enough people out of being part of the problem, we transfer those people to being part of the solution. And like everything else, there's a tipping point. At some point, enough of us will awaken to a world that is more consistent, more consistent with who we are and more consistent with a world we all want to live in. There's a part of me that is so tempted to want to end this show with the question, who is John Galt? (laughs) But I won't. As tempted as I am, I'll end the podcast as I always do. Thanks for listening. I'm Carol Gold. I'll be back here again on Monday. And until I am, by all means, think for yourself. Carol thanks you for spending your valuable time with her. It is her mission to empower you to remember how smart and capable you are. Be sure to check out Carol's website, carolgold.com. That's Carol with an E, gold.com. Please leave a review and subscribe here so you'll be alerted to Carol's next podcast. Until then, above all else, remember, it's time to think for yourself.